interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The nursing industry is one of the fastest-growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. Hello, this is Leanne Meyer, and this is also Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. And I am happy to be here today. I am on my own, but um, I've been thinking a lot for the last 11 months or so that I've been doing this show about all the incredible experiences that I've uh, been able to have and the, all of the people who have assisted and um, help me out with this to make it work out. And so today is um, kind of a, a gratitude show, I guess. Um, a year ago about this time, I met my senior executive producer, Tacey Trump, and it has been, to say the least, a wild ride ever since. Uh, Tacey is truly the wind beneath my wings and in being able to do this show. I don't think it would have happened without her encouragement and support all the way along the way. So shout out to Tacey. And I also wanted to uh, thank many of the people behind the scenes that I have not even been able to meet. I, I hear voices and talk to them, but that's about it. So thank you to Jeff Spinard, who is the CEO, and he's actually the person who talked me into just just talk to Tacey and see what you think. So I did that, and that was a good move. Uh, Jeff Gerstel has been very helpful to me in any and all of the marketing and uh, coming up with uh, all of the digital things that uh, make the show look very professional. And also, especially to all of the host services, the engineers and the crew who sit behind the scenes and make it all seem very effortless, um, whether it's live or recorded. So thank you all. Today, um, as I said, is um, uh, about gratitude. And as I'm thinking back, I'm thinking my earliest memories, I have always thought that I wanted to do something important for people in the world. Uh, In my teens, I thought that would mean I would attach myself to a man's vision and ride with his momentum. as I grew older, I realized that that was not probably a good good plan that I needed to plan for myself. So as a nurse, I vaguely realized that I was doing something important on a person-to-person basis. But it, it never seemed to be quite that uh, big dream that I'd had. Uh, when injuries to the point of disabilities put a stop to being a nurse, I thought, well, maybe that's the end of the road for me and what I can contribute. Uh, Still, I didn't want to stop trying. So uh, eventually I was offered a minor job consulting on the RN refresher course at Normandale Community College in Bloomington. And that fanned a little flame of hope for me. 
that, uh, and I guess also it came along with that was uh, a whole lot of fear that I would not physically be able to do even that little job, which ironically turned out to be a whole lot bigger than I imagined. Um, as it turned out, it was a lot of juggling and a lot of uh, help also from healthcare personnel and watching my own health and just making sure that I was taking care of myself as much as I could. And I was able to to do that that job. As they say, I guess, where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, to be honest, I at the time I started uh, doing the uh, refresher course, I really doubted whether I had much to offer returning nurses. I felt it had been a long time. I'd been out of nursing or away from nursing, and um, I just wasn't sure what it was that I was going to be able to uh, offer them. It turns out, though, that pretty much everything that had happened to me in my life prepared me to give and encourage people. Um, Many of these people were coming in even more fearful than me, so I simply admitted to them I was afraid, too, and that we were going to do it together. So um, I just uh, learned that as these people came into the class that I could uh, hold out a hand to them and pull them up to a level of hope, courage, and confidence. And at the same time, I was doing the same thing for myself. I found more life and nursing experience to share than I knew I had. And so perhaps it was really almost like, um, uh, what's the term, I guess, uh, when you write your memoir, I guess I started to go back and think about all the things that had happened to me and um, uh, found that the students saw that as being uh, very helpful to them. They also <clears throat> responded back with their whole hearts and with tremendous efforts. Um, I felt like this was a beautiful mission and that I'd found a new purpose. Um, I, I just uh, have to say that I'm still so impressed with each uh, session of refresher nurses that come through my classroom. Um, each one is completely different. Each one is, is unique and important. They each have uh, incredible experiences. So I found that I've learned probably way more than anything I've taught. And I continue to learn with each group. There's always something new that they know or some tip or some experience that they've had that that I don't have any access to. So when I started doing the talk show, it started in an equally unlikely manner. And it started uh, with a cold call, call from a producer at Voice America to see if I would be interested in doing an international online talk show about nurses. Um, I think I've talked about this a little bit before. I thought it was a joke, and I actually hung up on him. Um, the next day, one of my RN refresher nurses came to me on the last day of her class uh, to say that she just felt that I had to find a way to get what I was teaching to a larger audience. And I couldn't imagine how that could be done. And then I thought about that person who called me about the talk show. And uh, unbelievably, uh, the producer did call me back and pitched the proposition again. And that time, I bought it. So, uh Unfortunately, I wasn't able to start right away due to surgeries and some debilities that came up. Uh, the show was put off for almost a year, and at that point, I was kind of thinking, you know, this this is 
really becoming way too hard to try and do this, and so maybe it isn't really supposed to happen. And that was about the time that I talked to Jeff Spinard, and he really encouraged me to take another shot by um, connecting with um, Tacey, Tacey Trump, who is my producer, and six weeks later, she had me on the air. The first episode of Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing was exciting and terrifying. So as I say, that was like 11 months ago. Uh, The first show was the end of July in 2017. And it started with 62 listeners in five countries. Um, I just was amazed that 62 people would want to listen to me. So um, I, I thought that was great. So since then, I've done uh, just about 50 shows, and I've had the honor to interview 72 incredible nurses and helpers, um, not nurses necessarily, but helping or in helping nurses in various different ways <clears throat> from an unbelievably wide variation of roles. And I've learned from each and every one of those guests, just the way I've been learning from my uh, nursing students, um, just how true it is that people who are attracted to nursing are truly unique. They are smart, knowledgeable, passionate, compassionate, and often driven to do their job just a little bit better each day. Uh, especially the the people that I've had on the show seem to be insatiably curious. They're resolute in per, pursuing more understanding about their profession and their personal calling. What what it was that first brought them into nursing, and then what kept them there. Um, it seems like along with their own personal calling, they're uh, students of the human condition. And they seem to be inspired at the, at the most basic level to reach out and help others. It's one of the things every time I talk to a guest, the first thing I ask them is, what got you into nursing? And then what took you from there? And almost without exception, they have said, I just knew I wanted to help. Somehow I needed to help. And this looked like the vehicle to do that. And... Um, For most of them, they were able to stay in nursing and um, uh, even find newer and more more interesting niches for themselves. So they've certainly inspired me, and they've made me laugh, and they've made me cry, and I have come to feel even, even more how so very proud I am to be a nurse. And I think that everyone that's watching or listening, I guess I should say listening to this show, seem to have similar connections. And the amazing thing to me is that this seems to be true all around the world. Um, We have more in common than we have differences. So uh, I want to continue to seek to give back in any way that I can for all that's been given to me. And as of today, there are 20,000 listeners in over 20 countries. Um, That's just mind boggling to me. So today's show is uh, to reach out to you um, listeners and those who have reached out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, on my um, on my email account, 
to talk about themselves, to talk about the show, to um, inform me of other people they think would be great to be on the show. And all of that is just so, so um, appreciated. I know there's even more out there than I know about. And I am just hoping that if you are a nurse, if you know a nurse, or if you love a nurse, um, that you are who I am talking to right now. And I'm wondering if each of you could think about, you know, joining me to unite nurses in this international venue to allow us to talk with each other, support and encourage others to take on this challenging and often exhausting, exhilarating, frustrating, deeply compelling and fundamentally defining role as a nurse. Will you join me? You can do that by sharing the show widely with your friends and coworkers by contacting me at leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com with episode ideas um, and or potentially guests that, uh, about topics that are important to you. Let me know who in your workplace that I might be able to talk to who could potentially be a sponsor for the show to advertise and promote your great organizations. So um, that's kind of the whole point and purpose of this show. There's been a lot of things that have been going on in the last few days that uh, have been a little bit distracting. Um, Some of them have had to do with the events that are going on in the world. And uh, I guess I just want to say if we can all be putting a positive thought to the Philippines today that the talks that are going on there can be fruitful in some way to bring us more together than to divide us. And again, I just feel like there are nurses everywhere in the, in the world that have this feeling of wanting um, positive, uh, peaceful outcomes in the world. And if anybody has, you know, great juju or energy in that direction, it has to be nurses. So please join me in those thoughts. And also the individual people who get caught up in all of the conflicts that we have in the world going on. Um, It's generally, um, you know, certainly the, the people in the military. But in addition to that are the people who get caught up that have no part and no control over what's happening in the conflict. So certainly the children. Uh, women, um, older people, all of those people that um, we know get caught up and and, um, are damaged deeply. Those are going to be the people that as time goes on and as we figure out a way to peace, those are going to be the people that are going to need our services as nurses, as listening ears, and so on. So I'm, I'm, you know, as I say, I'm just really proud to be able to know Uh, I'm connected to a group of people that want to do that work. I'm going to take a little bit of an earlier break here um, just to take a deep breath and uh, then we can get started um, talking about some of the shows that I've had on over the last um, year and some of the things that I've learned from the guests that I've had. So we will, um, if you're just tuning in, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I am Leanne Meyer, and um, we will go to break. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Welcome back. And uh, if you're, again, if you're just joining us, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. And um, this is Leanne Meyer. So I'm kind of uh, writing in my mind, I guess, as I'm, as I'm talking. Um, I, again, wanted to thank all of the people who joined me to tell their stories and share their enthusiasm for what they do, some as nurses, but many of them in related roles of caring. So I'd like to talk about some of these and, you know, what I gained from them. As they tell most writers, when you're starting to write, write what you know. So that's pretty much what I did. I started out with the first many um, shows that I did were with people I knew, people I'd worked with, people I'd heard of, uh, and that sort of thing. So that first show, July 31st, was nerve-wracking right from the beginning. Um, I did it with my good friend and mentor, Betsy Stites. Uh, we had worked together. We had known each other for um, somewhere around 30 years. 
And she really helped pull me through it uh, with wit and wisdom and fun, uh, as I knew she would, which is why I asked her to be on the show with me. Um, That first show, I was so nervous, um, I could barely sit still. And I think I even had to restart the show. You know, I'd started it and then I couldn't... um, couldn't quite make it come out the way I wanted it to. So I kind of got angry with myself, frustrated, and then started again. I guess I was thinking that they would be able to take that out, but I didn't think about the fact it was a live show. So um, that has stayed in. So at any rate, what we talked about was really a lot of the things, kind of what I just talked about, uh, the things that brought me to nursing, the things that kept me in nursing. Part of, you know, when I think back on it, part of what kept me in nursing was how hard it was. I felt like it was one of the hardest things I had ever had to do in my life and realized that every day was different. Um, Every day required me to be thinking constantly, um, being flexible, being able to figure out um, on the fly what what am I going to do in this situation when something presents either... Um, I think about some of the times when we didn't have enough rooms to put um, patients in. And um, at, at that time, I was working as a um, labor and delivery nurse, and I can remember delivering a couple patients in the hallway. Fortunately, it was a closed hallway, so certainly not something other people could be walking by. But those are the things, when I think back about it, um, some of the hardest things, the most difficult things, those are the things you remember. And yet those are also, I think, uh, when we're doing the work of nursing on an everyday basis, the things we complain about the most. So um, so Betsy, yes, uh, was really instrumental in being able to help me uh, walk through that first, uh, first day. Uh, somehow or another, I felt like after that first day, um, I felt like, okay, I've done it once. Um, I can only get better from here. And so that's kind of uh, what propelled me on. So the next show I did, um, I did with a friend and a career counselor, Lenore Rockler, and um, she had been working with me in my um, uh, my nursing refresher class. On the last day, she would come in and talk with the nurses about um, career development and things like that. And it was something that the nurses just really um connected to and loved. And I thought, you know, this might be the same situation for nurses that are out there in the community. And so we called that first show, uh, What Does It Take to Be a Nurse? And we talked about all different aspects. And um, it was really fun to have Lenore one because she's very funny. She's she's very knowledgeable and and also very passionate about working with nurses and knowing um, what it takes because she's had tremendous and long experience in that field. But I also had worked in hiring nurses, and so I had quite a few um, uh, experiences and knowledge, you know, about it too. Um, It was one of the things that I did after being injured as a nurse and thinking that I was going to be done with healthcare and what else was I going to do. when I could no longer be a nurse, and especially a labor and delivery nurse, which was so important to me, I found myself having to decide what was it about being a labor and delivery nurse that most um, compelled me, that most um, 
kept my attention and kept my enthusiasm for the work. And I realized when I kept peeling the layers back, it was being able to be with somebody during a time that they were doing something so difficult that they didn't believe they could possibly do it. And yet being able to be with them, walking beside them every step of the way to help them do it. And so when I realized that, I realized, well, gee, there must be lots of other ways to do that. And with my nursing background, I began thinking, what are those ways and how can I tap into them? And so that led me into um, hiring nurses, working in human resource development, um, uh, which used to be called HR. And um, just really uh, seeing all the different um, avenues for nursing and uh, being able to hire not only nurses, but other people, knowing what their job was going to be and knowing um, what the job required. I felt like it was something I was especially um, able to um, put together and make a, a good fit. And Lenore also had done a lot of uh, similar type work in helping nurses finding what that good fit for her was. And she had lots of interesting experiences uh, that um, we were able to talk about. So that particular show um, became the number one show for a very long time. And all through this uh, last 11 months, it kind of uh, vied with another show I'll talk about later. But... um, I guess my instincts must have been right because that's the thing that people kept coming back to. What does it take to be a nurse? Uh, Later on, uh, I think that was in early November, uh, Lenore and I did something called Reality Check. And that was a little bit more about people who uh, thought nursing would be just a fine place to be, and especially as nursing salaries started to go up. Uh, Lenore and I kind of looked through and talked through the issues of make sure you have some idea of what the job is, because many people who are going into baccalaureate nursing are becoming a a baccalaureate, um, uh, getting a baccalaureate of science degree in nursing, were discovering that once they graduated, this, you know, working on a hospital or in a clinic or uh, cleaning up after people's messes and uh, dealing with very um, frantic and uh, scary situations, that that wasn't really what they wanted. So we were really encouraging people to, you know, if nothing else, shadow a nurse for a period of time and get an idea of what that's like. But most of us got into nursing through being a nursing assistant. And some of us then went on from there to being an LPN or a licensed practical nurse, or in some states it's called licensed vocational nurse, which is usually a two-year opportunity uh, to get a good idea of what nursing is about. And then from there, going on to a registered nurse in any one of a number of different opportunities through two-year programs, uh, often in community colleges, three-year programs, which is what I did through a hospital course in nursing. Uh, I did two years in a college, and then the rest of my education uh, was really filled out on the nursing floors. And then, of course, baccalaureate of nursing. And now there's so many other things that nurses can go into, masters of science in nursing. Um, There are nurse... um, nurse practitioners, uh, people with doctorates of nurse practitioning, uh, doctors of nursing, um, so actually a PhD 
um, in various aspects of um, could be psychology or could be any number of different things. Um, and those are the people who are determining the future of nursing. So um, those were all things that was exciting to me to see how much uh, nursing has not staying on the same realm. It's really keeps moving uh, up the ladder in a professional manner each step that we take. So, um, so uh, in those early stages, what I found a lot of times is that I either didn't have guests as a show came up. Uh, weekly is, is challenging to be able to make sure you've got, uh, got all the spots filled as you go ahead. So I had a few days when I would not have uh, a guest, and so I started teaching some of the material from my classes. And I'll mention those things, uh, but I'll, I'll come back toward the end and talk a little bit more about them. So uh, one of them was called Respecting People, People Respecting People, uh, which is just what it sounds like and how important it is for nurses to be able to uh, be very clear that whatever prejudices or, um, uh, I don't know, tainted ways of looking at other people need to be addressed and we need to change them because these are patients, always patients, and um, whatever else they are, they, their need comes first as far as we are concerned as nurses. I talked also that that show actually led into the next one that I did on my own, which was called What It Means to Be a Nurse to a Nurse. And I talked about um, the feelings uh, for me. I know there are a lot of nurses that go into nursing not for that necessarily very feeling uh, perspective. Many people go into research. Um, I used to have an anesthetist friend that said she was an anesthetist because she knew she wasn't very good with dealing with people. And so she did much better as more of a scientific level in working with people that were already um, or very quickly asleep and not, not awake during the time that she was pretty much caring for them. I thought that was pretty funny. She also had the philosophy that uh, anesthesia was basically poison, and so um, she felt like it had to be handled uh, very, very carefully, and I'm certainly glad to know there are people in that part of the profession that feel that way. So uh, one of the next ones I did was on personality assessments or, or knowing your personality. Um, as a nurse, if you know some of the aspects of your own personality, it makes it much easier, especially if you can come to really appreciate yourself and then appreciate other people for who they are without feeling the need to make others like you, um, especially if you feel like you've been very successful uh, using the personality that you have. Sometimes we think, uh, well, everybody needs to be like me in order to be um, as successful. And usually what that does is just create a lot of hard feelings uh, a lot of conflict and a lot of misunderstanding between people. Those are the the uh, in in a hospital setting, which is I'm I'm more used to. Those are the departments that become quite dysfunctional. It's hard for people even to come to work. So I did quite a bit about that, and I had a lot of um, positive feedback on that. I did another one uh, called dealing with conflict without fear. I can't speak for other states, but uh, I know that my own state, Minnesota, uh, seems to really like to avoid conflict. 
And somehow or another, we even think that that's the higher level of, um, uh, what I want to say, being, being a higher level of human being is by avoiding conflict. And in reality, um, like everything else, uh, there's times to avoid things. But if we only avoid, uh, that gets us into a lot of trouble and never resolve some of the, the problems that come up. So um, I'll come back and talk about that a little bit later. So, and then how instinct and perception play into the job nurses do. Um, it, I, it probably plays into the job everybody does. I just don't know about other jobs. So what I do know is that uh, that little gut feeling, that um, thought that pops into your head when you're dealing with a patient that seems to be in conflict with everything else that people are doing with the patient I've learned to not just push it aside, but really try to take a look at it and figure out what is it about that thought that is important that I pay attention to. Um, Perception is a big one, and this is one I do a lot of talking with my um, refresher nurses about because we often don't realize that the world does not look the same to every single person, that we all come from a a very different background. And what our perception is uh, determines how, what actions we take and how we um, proceed in whatever it is we're doing. And then the last one that I did on my own was called paying it forward. And again, I think uh, in nursing, it's another one of those careers that you just absolutely cannot do on your own. Um, There's always people that are there helping you. And many times, um, maybe very quietly and behind the scenes, uh, a little bit like doing this show. Um, But also that we, we owe the next people coming behind us to help them in whatever way we can. And that's another reason why both doing the refresher class and doing this show has been so emotionally satisfying for me. Um, I just feel like it, it's yet another way that I can pay it forward in what I've learned and now what I'm learning from other people and, and being able to share their knowledge. So one of the next shows that I did um, and that was uh, in August, about mid-August, one of my refresher nurses, Trish Donnelly, had um, told me that I really needed to check out Donna Cardillo. And she recommended her. I had not heard of her yet, and so it was, it was kind of um, intriguing. And then I found out that Donna was known as the inspiration nurse, and I was very curious, uh, what makes one nurse an inspiration more than other nurses? And I read um, a book that she recently had come out at that time, so that's almost a year ago, calling Falling Together, How to Find Balance When Your Life Seems to Be Falling Apart. And that really struck me. But also what really struck me as I was reading it was how open and honest she was about the entire path of her nursing career, how all of the events that were happening in her life, the um, naivete that she brought in as a, as a young person, um, maybe not really knowing what she was getting into when she got into nursing, and then all of the challenges, all of the things along the way that either spurred her on to continue or really looked like they could be final obstacles to not being able to continue. And so she just shares very... Um, 
openly and sincerely about um, about how important it was to her um, to be able to inspire other people. And I think that's clearly what she does. And you can find her by Googling for sure, Donna Cardillo. Um, So toward the end of August, uh, I had three of my RN refresher nurses, uh, Laura Peterson and Jelland, and uh, Lois Sonstegard. They had each come from a different class, and they didn't know each other before we got together. They came together to talk about why nurses um, return to nursing after long absences, and uh, each of their stories was quite different. Um, One of the things that was funny about this group is that because, partly because they never met each other and um, they had gone through the classes at different times, they were all busy, very, very busy. And so coordinating all of our schedules and being able to get together at the same time was challenging. And then I think the most uh, challenging time when we tried to get, we actually got all four of us together in one room. And uh, we ended up having a situation where we were just about to go on the show. And uh, fortunately, it was a pre-recording. It ended up that the window washers for Normandale had come around to our area right at that particular moment, had a very noisy hoist that they were using to go up and down on the floor-to-ceiling windows. And so we kind of looked at each other, realized that was not going to happen that particular day and time. So while it was a frustrating situation, it was also a funny situation. And uh, one of the ways that I learned with the show to just be able to smile and and go forward. So we're getting close to a break, and this might be a good spot to stop here for a minute. And I will come back with Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, uh, exploring the world of nursing. This is Leanne Meyer, and I'm talking today about my gratitude to the people that have come on my show and um, have been phenomenal in sharing their own lives. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Okay, we're back. Once a nurse, always a nurse, exploring the world of nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer, and I have lots of uh, interesting or warm memories, I guess, of people that have been on this show over the past 11 months that I would like to remind you of, and hopefully you'll go back and look at the podcasts or listen to the podcasts if something here sounds interesting to you. So... um, Let's see here. The in September last year, I had um, uh, Tim Thorpe, Mary Johnson uh, from Pathways in Minneapolis. That's a health crisis resource center in Minneapolis, and um, I was doing a show about uh, uh, finding mission after sixty-five. And in the course of doing that show, I learned about a program they were doing called Renewing Life uh, to transform people's lives. It's basically about shifting from crisis to wellness. And they had so many interesting things. They had done some research study on it. And eventually I heard the name Ellie Peterson and that she was involved in that program. Um, Later, I was talking with um, Natalie Liu, I believe is how I first started connecting, Uh, and we had a show that was on, um, uh, let's see, what was the name of it here, Uh, Meditative Movements for the Reflective Nurse, and uh, Ellie does, has a, um, a business helping people to relax, basically um, doing various different things in their life and and everything they do to do it in sort of a meditative way. And then uh, Natalie, Natalie Liu is also uh, working with uh, helping nurses reflect uh, in their life and see the value and, and uh, amazing things that they do. Um, so those, you know, I started to see that there were going to be lots of connections with various different people from various different shows. So um, that Renewing Life program, um, I was thinking, boy, I wish I had had something like that. It was um, helping people, you know, from in 
crisis, whether it was physical and or emotional, uh, to find internal courage uh, to get back into the game of life. And uh, another person who was on that show was Nancy Sawyer, and she was an obstetric nurse who had recently retired from Alina Hospital uh, organization. She'd also been a mentor there. And so she talked also about how, as nurses, there's like no end to what we can do. And we can always see the next thing, the next uh, way we can help or, or, you know, reach back and help the people coming behind us. Um, and then um, through Nancy, I met Dr. Penny Wheeler, who is CEO of United Hospital. And Penny was somebody I had heard on public radio back in the fall of 2016 uh, when the nursing strike was going on. And I had heard her and I just thought she was an incredibly compassionate administrator and somebody that I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to talk to her, never thinking that would be possible. So through um, Nancy in, um, let's see, I think it was in January when we were able to sit and talk with um, Penny at, um, at the United Headquarters. And uh, it turns out that she is an obstetrician and she had a long history of working with nurses. So um, she was at the helm during the longest nurses strike in recent history over insurance benefits and nurse patient ratios. And what really struck me in the conversation we had that day is she talked about how, how after the strike was over, she created a healing opportunity with staff and administration in a casual atmosphere in her own home. And I thought that was really uh, phenomenal. Having worked uh, after um, strikes are over, I know how difficult it can be to help everybody get back to that same focus of let's work together in the same direction. So, um, so Ellie Peterson and Natalie Liu also introduced me to Marie Manthe. And Marie was on the show twice. Uh, she's actually an icon in Minnesota nationally and internationally uh, in nursing, uh, primary, or partly at least because she wrote, literally wrote the book of primary care nursing. And so many people knew her uh, through her book before they knew her uh, individually. And 40 years ago, uh, actually this is now the 40th year, she established her company, Creative Healthcare Management, to consult with healthcare organizations all around the world and bring the concept of relational healthcare to life. Uh, my organization that I worked for was one of the companies that she helped. And I was fascinated to see all the different ways that that had come into my practice without even knowing who it was coming from. That company is still active. And in a couple of weeks, I will be talking to two people from that organization. So um, in January, um, I had a nurse, uh, I had a nurse, a preceptor nurse that I had worked with uh, through the refresher course by the name of Becky Lillehei. And she had retired and I was sad to see her go and asked if we could keep connected. In the meantime, I asked if she had any stories she wanted to share on the show. And what she wanted to show was a program that she had been involved in called the Nursing Peer Support Network. And it turns out she was involved in that with Marie Manthe. 
So again, I had that reconnection with Marie, and we did two shows on that topic. Um, it was It's basically about helping uh, nurses with addiction to feel supported, to work through whatever their difficulties are, uh, to get clean and to be able to return to their work as a nurse. Many times, um, I, I guess I feel like this subject is near and dear to my heart, because I really believe people need second chances, especially for nurses. We have so much um, pressure on us in all of the work that we do, and it you can see how it could be so easy if there are other aspects of a person's life that we're not supporting her work, um, that she could fall into some kind of, she or he could fall into some kind of addiction. So um, the first session with Marie and Becky was basically talking about uh, the history of setting up the network, how the network works, and uh, their, their own personal ex- experiences with addiction, uh, which were, again, very fascinating. Um, the second show, we went into a little bit uh, deeper about the, the concept of nurses that are addicted. Um, they have access to so many different um, medications and things that can be uh, pretty devastating to them if used in the wrong way. And so um, we had Deb Mathias Anderson join us from the uh, Metro State University. She had done her dissertation on the subject of support for nurses getting back into their profession. And we learned that often it is not the addiction that's the problem as much as the underlying unresolved issues that go on. So just having people to lean on who believe in you and encourage you to deal with the demons that might be going on in your life or in your mind or your heart or whatever, and being able to return to work uh, that they truly loved and probably were very good at doing, that that support can make all the difference in the world. So that group is called the Nursing Peer Support Network. And then in October, um, I was able to connect with um, uh, several nurses uh, that are working as educators around the state, um, and we talked about the future of nursing. So that was with Kate Anderson from Normandale Community College, Faye Upman from Metropolitan State University Nursing Program, both of which are in the Twin Cities, and then Lynn Johnson from Ridgewater College in Wilmer. And I was thrilled to hear the, their optimism about the future of nursing, which will focus even more in inclusion of every member of the team in the excellent care of patients and clients. They talked about coordinating healthcare training from nursing assistant to PhD throughout Minnesota so that a nurse could enter the profession anywhere and continue their training along the same program model and theory, no matter where they would go <clears throat> in Minnesota. Excuse me. So um, this was really interesting and exciting to me. I also found that their focus is changing a bit from um, more the, um, what would it be, the, uh, the doing uh, task, task-oriented nursing, which is how most nurses have been taught in the past, to looking at it in terms of broad areas of um, care for patients that could come uh, under more than one area. So uh, perhaps things that you're learning about um, basic life support and um, 
oh, just the functioning of the body and theories of uh, and concepts, broad concepts of nursing assessments that can be used in OB, ICU, cardiac nursing, etc. So um, I continue to hear about this from some of the people going through the advanced practice programs and um, feel like that's um, that's been very exciting. So uh, in October, I uh, had a return of my, um, my mentor, Betsy Johnson, and along with her came a nurse, Dr. Catherine Todd, she, uh, whom I had met when she was a new manager in the relationship-based organization that both uh, Betsy and I worked in. She was uh, a new person coming into the organization, but she so clearly had that um, concept of truly wanting to um, uh, continue relationships. She went on and got her PhD, or excuse me, her um, doctorate of nurse practitioning and is working for the waters. So we talked about creating and nurturing a culture of caring. And that had, it was a fun show because it was just really fun to talk with Betsy and Catherine. But also it ended up being the number one show uh, for our listeners via podcast for the months since we did that. So that was October. It's probably, what, eight months, eight or nine months. Um, and it, it continues. It bounces a little bit, but then it goes right back up to number one. So if you haven't seen it, do turn in to that one. And then um, I've chatted with a number of entrepreneurs and um, for whom I have a great deal of admiration, and I'm not going to have a lot of time to go into detail uh, about them, but I'll just like to mention them. Jennifer Crisp- Crispy had uh, what she calls the addition, which are comfortable add- add-on pads to the fetal monitoring equipment to make it more comfortable for mom and more reliable tracings for the nurse. Um, she was joined by Patty Long, who uh, joined her with the over-the-bed hospital bassinet. It was just about to be rolled out at that time. Therese Nguyen uh, talked about her nursing career, uh, how she had turned it into um, a, a business for mindset coach and growth strategist called moretimeforyou.com. And John Nelson uh, was a former refresher student who talked about his research business that's focused on the topic of measuring the effects of caring and nursing. Robin Mossing la- launched a huge new app called Trust Robin about dealing with wound care and many other subjects. Elizabeth Benson used her nursing, engineering, and teaching backgrounds to design a market uh, for something called a wearable tech training device. And I've used it with my nurses. Um, unfortunately, I'm running out of time and I'm so sad because I have so many more people I want to talk about and thanks. So I'm just going to have to stop here and say this has been a phenomenal year for me. I hope there'll be another opportunity for me to uh, specifically mention some of the other uh, people that have been on the show and have been involved in the show. So thank you so much to everybody listening, for everybody having been on, and uh, I hope you will return to listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing with me, Leanne Meyer. Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. 
Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners